well, this was something I never thought I'd say again. 21st of April, 2021 was the last time I did this. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Wrestling Themes of Our Years. This has been a while, hasn't it? <laughs> Do you know, it's, I'm going to get serious for a minute before I get into everything. Obviously, thank you for clicking that play button. Um, but yeah, so Wrestling Themes of Our Years was something that we started, I started two years ago. Um, and obviously during that time, I've spoke about it at length. Uh, I was in a different place, different life, different everything. Um, and it was kind of one of them things that just got left with the old life as I moved on to Pastors New. Um, but then it was ridiculous because it was back in, I think it was like April, May of this year. Um, it was Thomas Austin was a young gentleman uh, on Twitter um, at the at Thomas Austin show. Uh, and he, he tweeted us um, at our era podcast. What happened to wrestling themes of our years? I enjoyed them episodes. And it was just one of the things that me and Mike, I spoke to Mike about. And I've always said at the start, always said that. I don't care how many people listen to this. If one person listens and gets enjoyment about me and Mike chatting bollocks about the ruthless aggression era, then I'll happily keep doing this. <laughs> happily keep doing it. I love doing this. Um, and just for one person to, to have gone onto Twitter, or sorry, sorry, Elon, gone onto X, <laughs> break it down, and, uh, and said that he, he, I enjoyed the episodes, what happened to him. It, it was just always been in the back of my mind, always been in the back of my mind. And, and here we are. <laughs> here we are. And obviously I did three episodes. Um, and they were phenomenal episodes. I enjoyed them so much. Um, a fourth episode was recorded during the week of my other life uh, coming to an end. Um, and that episode kind of, I wasn't too happy with it. It got lost. Um, yeah, and it, just like the, the the episodes itself, I just had enough. I was like, as, as we all know, again, that was a, a long time ago, long, long time ago. Um, but what I thought for the relaunch, instead of having a guest, I'm going to interview moi. <laughs> and I'm going to talk about my favourite themes, the shit that I used to like, because I'm a big theme theme tune boy. Um, some of the tunes I, I pick you may find a bit odd. Some of them you may firmly agree with. But all that being said, let's get on then with Wrestling Themes of Our Years from the RA Era podcast, The Relaunch. What a better place to start. Hulk Hogan, Real America. Now, I've spoke about this in length. Growing up as a kid, I, I firmly believe you were either, I don't know how it was in the rest of the world, but like the, the people that I knew growing up who were wrestling fans, you were either a warrior or a Hulkamaniac. And I was firmly a Hulkamaniac. 
I adored Hulk Hogan. Granted, now as an adult, it's a bit of a, a bit of a scumbag, and it just a little bit. But growing up, what a man! What a man! I said my prayers. I ate them vitamins. I used to get tape measure round and try and work out what it meant when it comes to pythons, because my pythons were nowhere near his. But I adored Hulk Hogan, and what made Hulk Hogan Hulk Hogan for me was that theme music. When it comes crashing down and it hurts inside, ah, everything about it, phenomenal theme tune. And one of them that's been used by, like, I think, like Pat Patterson, Jerry Briscoe, they used it for a bit. I think Paul Orndorff had it. Um, I, US Express, I believe, with uh, Windham and Rotunda, I think they used it. Um, obviously, Curtis Axel, he used it at one point. Um, so it, was, uh, it wasn't a Jim Johnson, so this episode, spoiler alert, is heavily Jim Johnson. Like, Jim Johnson could probably like do my funeral music when I die. <laughs> um, this was performed by Rick Derringer, or Derringer, however it's pronounced. Um, but yeah, phenomenal tune for me. Like Growing up, as a, like my first introduction into wrestling was the Hulk Hogan era, and this theme tune just... Da, 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 da. Oh, everything about it, when you're a kid, it got you hype. And that's the key to when it comes to a wrestling theme tune. I've always said, it's got to get you hype. Got to get you ready. You can't wait for this guy to come down. You want to bounce away to his theme music. It's got to get you hype. And for me, it's like a, you're talking, I first got an introduction to wrestling at like Royal Rumble 1990. Um, so when I, I probably watched it when I was like seven, eight, because I was born in 85. So like seven, eight. And Hogan, man, it's, Hogan was the guy. He was the guy. You can't deny it. If you lived that era, you can't deny Hogan wasn't the guy. And his theme music made him the guy. Now on to my favourite little family growing up as a kid. What I'm trying to do is like kind of pick songs of various different eras of me growing up throughout being a wrestling fan. And as much as I was a Hulkamaniac, I was a heart-to-heart... What, what did they ever call them? Brett's Peeps. Did, did they ever have a name? The Heart Attackians? Fuck it, that's what we'll go with. Um, for me, I, I was a Brett and Owen guy. Like, it broke my heart when Brett kicked his leg out of his leg. Uh, sorry, Owen kicked his leg out of his leg at Rumble 94. Um, and that whole year, uh, obviously leading up to the SummerSlam match in the cage between Brett and Owen, man, I was torn. I was torn. Like I've, I've said before, me and Mike have, have spoke about this in length. Um, my, one of my favourite, if not my favourite, um, Raw episodes growing up was the 1997... Six, seven, nine, ninety-seven episode where Brett brought the Heart Foundation back together. That was the most amazing thing. Oh, I was like, oh, the and Bulldogs there, Nidart's back. So I remembered Nidart from growing up on like the whole Comania era of the Heart Foundation. Uh, everything just everything worked. Um, but but this theme tune, like, so iconic, so iconic. Like, it's probably up there with with Hogan's, with Michaels, Austin, Rock. So iconic. Um, it, so it's the Heart Attack is the name of it. It was a Jim Johnson, Jimmy Hart, and JJ Maguire. Um, which again, Jim Johnson. This is the first time, and not the, not the last time you'll hear him on this. Um, what an iconic figure when it comes to WB music. The the tunes that he's produced over the years, banger after banger after banger. <laughs> Thank you. 
speaking of banger, oh, doo, 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 doo. This, this one always takes me back to um, playing Raw. I think it was Raw for the Mega Drive or what the Americans called the Genesis. So we're talking back in the early to mid 90s. And this just, because obviously then you've got all the 16-bit, 32-bit sounds coming at you. And they all sounded a bit distorted and a bit dodge, but Owens sounded so good, distorted and dodge. Uh, and it was just one of them that stuck with me. Uh, it's a great track, High Energy by Jim Johnson. Uh, it's brilliant, brilliant. Like Owens had some great themes. Like, um, enough is enough and it's time for a change. Love that one. Um, but this one for me, this is Owens' theme. Owens, Owens' theme, when Owen were trying to make it for himself, um, before, this was like kind of after he was with High Energy, which is probably where Jim Johnson got the name of the song from, when he was, was it High Energy? Sure, they were called High Energy. When it was uh, Owen Hart and Coco Beware, obviously he was trying to make, he's gone through his Blue Blazer theme, uh, his Blue Blazer period even, uh, in the late 90s, uh, late 80s. Um, and now he's trying to make a, make a name for himself as the standalone young, younger Hart brother. And High Energy was a fantastic theme. Now, speaking of fantastic themes, this one probably for me is the best Jim Johnson track and the best theme tune from the new generation era. Listen to this and how can you not ooze machismo and feel like the baddest bad boy of all the bad boys. So it's Bad Boy by Jim Johnson. It's unbelievable. What a tune. Like, I don't know what it is about Jim Johnson and new generation era themes, but man, he could hit them hard, you know. <laughs> this one, Razor's theme, oh, just... It oozed, it fits so, but I think that's the key. That's the key with Jim Johnson. He knew how to make a, a song fit a character. Present him with a character, he'll present you with a piece of music that fits that character. Like This theme tune couldn't have fit anybody else, anybody else apart from Razor. Absolute banger of a theme tune. And like I said, the best, in my opinion, the best new gen Jim Johnson by far. a little bit a bit more Jim Johnson what an iconic like Taker's got Taker music and Taker's had Taker music for years and years and years but when Taker was a cunt back in 1999 when he grew that weird fucking goatee beard out and he had no other facial hair and he just looked odd that's not my Undertaker he looks very weird there's this dark demonic and it needed something and the ministry theme tune was outstanding because it was so dark, demonic, it fit again. Just like I just said, with Jim Johnson, with his theme tunes, he knew how to, how to write a piece of music that fit a character, and this fits so well. And then like moving on, when it progressed into the corporation, the corporate ministry, so you had the blend of the two themes. It's fantastic. This was so good. Like 
so the Undertaker, he's, he's got the iconic dong and, and all that shit, right? Which, yeah, we've all popped for, and I'll still pop for. If the Undertaker were to come out tomorrow, I'd pop for that when the dong goes and the music hits. Um, and it, it's great. It's, it's so iconic with the character itself, the Undertaker. But I think, for me personally, as a standalone theme in his... Because he's, he's, he's had a lot. If you add on like with the biker taker era, the American badass and all that sort of stuff, um, you, you had he's had multiple theme tunes. Um, but for me, if you're going to put them all in a list, the Ministry theme stands leaps and bounds above the rest. It's badass theme. Who doesn't love a bit of Mercy Drive behind the stars? <laughs> for, for those diehards that have followed us from day one, they can totally understand why I've put this song in there. Um, it's just, it's so good. It's This for me is the um, Ruthless Aggression Era's version of Alex Riley's theme. Because Alex Riley's theme is probably one that I should have added to this list, in all, in all honesty. Alex Riley's theme was so good. So good for a guy that was just mm, not 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 the best, <laughs> but such a theme that was it was a main event theme for a upper lower card talent, <laughs> and this like everyone knows how much I love my boy Maven. He is the man, and I adore what he does on YouTube at the minute. Like his YouTube channel is up there with my, my favourites at the minute. Like, like, let's expose the secrets. Come on, Maven, son. Uh, but I absolutely adore this theme. I, I, for those that listen, they, they don't need me to go on how much I adore this theme. The lyrics, the music, the just the hoo-ha of this theme tune is, for me, up there. Up there. It probably isn't if, like, you were, you like surveyed a, a group of people that weren't me. But for me, this is up there with the best pieces of music that WWE's ever done. <laughs> Keeping with the Ruthless Aggression theme, iconic. Went back to the start, right at the start, said about all that iconic themes. This prob this one is probably in the modern era, yeah, whatever we're classifying as the modern era, but the modern era, when this theme goes off, my God, my God. It's just the opening two, three bars, when that goes off, my God. Like, I remember a time where if that went off, the biggest boos were heard across all the fucking land. But that's because it fit the character and the time. And But these days, you appreciate and you respect greatness. And not just as a talent, as a character, as an in-ring guy-ish, um, but with a theme tune as well. And John Cena, like, what a song. And there's some, a song that he's like, we spoke about The Undertaker. Um, the Undertaker's theme, that's changed and it's evolved and it's, uh, it's adapted to different characters. Cena's had this from fucking years ago. 
and he's still got it now. And when them opening bars hit, you know who's coming. You know he means business. You know you're probably going to piss yourself at his promos because his promos are outstanding. Um, but you just, it's, again, it's up there. It's Hulkamania, Bret Hart, John Cena. It's definitely up there. Um, and it's, it's, it had a lot of guys behind it as well. It, it was uh, the songwriters were John Cena, Mark Predka, uh, Robert Russell, uh, Jamal Greenidge, I want to say, Eric Murray, Daryl Pittman. Um, so there was multiple and produced by Jake One. Obviously, this was on John Cena's rap album, which again we're still not. And I keep telling Mike, I feel like everyone needs to get behind Mike because I'll listen to it tomorrow. <laughs> the rock guy over there, <laughs> I've a word. Um, but yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Uh, just, again, iconic. And I firmly believe that a theme song has to be iconic to fit the wrestler, to fit the character, to make you stand up. The minute that theme tune hits, you stand up. And I'm going to finish on a bit modern era-ish, a theme song that really makes me stand up. When it, when it hit back in the day, when he made his debut on WWE Monday Night Raw against Cena, I think it was, and it still hits now, but it hit loads when I went to see WWE Live in 2015, 16, one of the two, and that theme tune hit, and I don't know, it just felt, it was the first time I'd heard it live, uh, not, not listening to it on the TV, and it just hit differently, and the fan participation, which is, again is another massive element, um, but fan participation in this song was phenomenal. Um, so I'm going to finish with Sami Zayn by CFO. They weren't bad, to be fair. People shit on them. Worlds apart. What a track. Yes, that was my choice of my themes of my years. Um, apart from Sami Zayn, <laughs> it's probably one that I just throw in at the end because I wanted to hit something from modern era. And yeah, for me, Sami Zayn's theme is da, 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 da. it's just it's a happy theme, and I'm a happy guy. And this is a happy podcast, and it's a happy place. Um, so for those that are listening. Um, if you want to come on and talk about your own themes, it's open invitation to anybody, anybody, whether you're a podcaster that we follow on, on social media, whether you're a listener that's got, a, if you've got a social media account, you know where we're at, hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, sorry Elon, X, um, break it down. <laughs> Uh, I never laugh. Stop laughing at myself over that. Um, but yeah, if if you want to come on, talk about the themes that, that really hit you as a kid, hit you as an adult. You want to talk about some wrestling music because it's not a bad thing. There's never a bad topic, and there's never a bad choice. So I've been Dave. This has been the Arty Era podcast. This has been the return, the relaunch of wrestling themes of our years. If you want to come on and talk about it, hit me up, comment, drop me a DM. Let's talk about it because wrestling themes are fucking awesome. Ruthless aggression. I will sit right here and bide my time. As long as it takes to get what's mine.